Virginia, Blue Ridge Mountains, and the River. Welcome to the Week 9 College Football Extravaganza Podcast. That's the name until we find out. That's the name. We're here with Joey and Davis. The whole crew's here today, folks. Country Roads, take me home to the place. I belong, West Virginia, Mountain Wama, take me home, Country Road. Best opening to a podcast ever. Baylor and West Virginia tonight, uh, we're recording this on Thursday night, whenever you listen to it. Um, We're predicting West Virginia to come out of that loss to Iowa State, that very, very very heartbreaking loss to yep. Iowa State, a team that seems to have an upset every year. Yeah, they do. And, and we talked about it last week. We nah, said two weeks ago, two weeks two ago. Two weeks ago, it, we said it could happen. It's because, like we were talking about, they had the freshman quarterback who came in uh, the week before and led him to a victory. I mean, the kid was just better than the other guy who was playing. So, you know, yeah. Iowa State should be Baylor, their favorite by fourteen and a half. We're yeah. watching it right now. Just they just ran on the field, so. Wow, I mean, I I expected Iowa State to get a signature win. Uh, I just thought Will Greer could throw the ball on the Iowa. Their State. defense gave up big plays all year, and then all of a sudden mm. Will Greer can't find one. I thought he was gonna have a Heisman defining game in that game. Right. You know, I think that we expected a lot out of Will Greer, and I re- I think he's still having a good year, but you have guys like Tua and Kyler who are just absolutely lighting it up, yeah. and Dwayne Haskins, too. Uh, even the game they lost that he lost against Purdue, he still dropped over 400 yards. So I, I, I would say that uh, right now with those three quarterbacks, Will Greer is probably number four. But I agree, yeah. Sadly, it doesn't really matter. And that's the, the thing is, it's, it's kind of a cliche, but whenever I watch Will Greer, I yeah, he makes the big plays, but I just don't see the thing that makes me go, oh, my God, he's so good. Like, obviously he's good. Yep. We all know that. But when I watch Kyler Murray, when I watch Tua play, it's just like, wow, who? those guys are amazing. I it, don't see that. And, great. you know, I'm not really hearing much about Will Greer for, like, draft talks. You I know? heard it at the beginning of the season, but it's I, kind of died down. Yeah, you're not hearing it now. Like you're, They're talking about Drew Locke from Missouri. Yeah. And uh, they're talking about Ryan Finley from North Carolina State. I but they're like not really – I, I like Finley too, but I, they're not talking about Greer, and I think he's a hell of a quarterback. I think uh, I think he'll get drafted, and we'll see mm-hmm. how it goes. But um, I feel like if he's on a better team than West Virginia, maybe a team with some defense, uh, <laughs> then he gets looked at a little bit more. For big Twelve, man. Yeah, that's the Big Twelve defense. Even first. though they play on the East Coast. <laughs> yep, that's, that's it. All right. Uh, so we all, are we t- are we taking West Virginia to cover against Baylor? Yeah, I'm taking the cover. I Fourteen think and a half. Mm, you know what? With the points. 13 points? I like and a half. 14 and a half. I think I like Baylor in this game too. I think that the I, I think that yeah. I think that Baylor's a definitely better team than they were last year and I think they can put up some points against that West Virginia defense. I mean, yeah. I, I I could see this being uh like a 42 28 game. Is that my, is my math right there? No, yeah, it's that's, not. Yeah, that's covering by Yeah, it's covering barely. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I could see it being a two-touchdown game. I want to Maybe a 10-point game. I got, yeah, I can definitely see that. The other game tonight, 630. I'm going to change it and say don't cover. Yeah, 40 and a half is a lot of points. That is a lot of points. But next game tonight, 630. Appalachian State ranked for the first time in school history. 
Let's go, App State. Hey, Let's go. My hat's off to them because at first when I saw this ranking, I was thinking, the hell? But then you think about it, they go, they almost beat Penn State, and they really should have beaten Penn State. Yeah. And then they demolished everyone else after that. They uh, complete, they dropped 72 on the team they played last week. I don't even remember who it was. But they dropped 72 on that team, and now they have a Georgia Southern team who is 5-1, and one, mm-hmm. but... Appalachian could have the advantage. You never know. Georgia Georgia Southern is playing at home. It's a nasty environment in Georgia Southern. I know some people who went. Uh, I know people who are on the coaching staff at South Alabama. Their family went up to Georgia Southern. Those kids are nasty up there. A little fun fact about Georgia Southern: they are a maybe a, uh, not like a crazy environment, loud environment, but it's hostile for sure. And they don't throw the ball much. They either. put the they students mean. on the wave side. Just to mess with the home teams. Yeah. Or the away teams. Yeah. They, they, they know your sister's name. Oh, yeah. They all know your sister's name, and they're going to turn around and tell your fans to go fucking home. Welcome to Georgia State. <laughs> yeah. Southern, but yeah. Oh, Georgia Southern? Yeah. I know App State's over by 11. I, I'd like to see them cover. This team's just fun because you know at some point they're going to win a national championship. It might not be what, and it might not be in the near future. But they beat Michigan. They're like three-time Division One AA national champions. Now they're ranked. They're just going up there. And like ten years down the road, they're gonna be like in the playoffs or something. We're gonna be back. Oh, you remember when they beat Michigan as a D one AA? I think you're getting a little too excited there. I love them, man. At some point, it's gonna happen. I mean, maybe. But I'm thinking. I'm not thinking like next year they're gonna be in the playoff. I'm I saying like you're saying like fifty years from now. Fifteen, twenty years down 15, the road. 20? that is way that is too short a time i mean think about the teams that did well in the division two or division one two a when that was still a thing they're now fbs and they aren't really that relevant troy is probably a good example i think they had a decent year last year and hey i'm all about yeah i don't know troy yeah troy is one of the only teams that is doing okay as a team that used to be a national championship smaller school Oh, oh, Robert, are they? Are they good-looking, Robert? You cannot doubt the good-looking women up in Boone. I think, I can, I think you can like doubt speaking, them. Speaking from experience? Yes, oh, he's speaking from experience, from experience. yeah. If, if we went up there on a trip last uh, – we stayed right next, right near App State. Uh, no, you December. have not lived unless you've had Boone poo. <laughs> if, uh, you've I've heard – Robert – this girl that Robert's talking about. No, 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 let's not go into it. Let's not go into it. Let's just leave it there and let's just say – they have some good no, they don't. You see, you're lying to people. You wouldn't even show us a picture of her. She was so ugly. Yep, she was pretty bad looking. <laughs> <laughs> some boom. Oh, boom. my God. All right, let's move on. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. How drunk were you? Stone cold sober. What? Oh, this was a conscious decision. So, real. Just around a bunch of guys all. all Weekend, I'm just like, man, I'm leaving. Gotta get some boon poon. Yeah. Is that Tinder account fired up, ready it to go? Was, oh, he was. he was paying for it. He it was, was paying for it, man. Yeah, I was. I was uh, I was premeditatedly. Oh yeah, he paid for it. Put it the location in boon. Like, like a week ahead of time, I bought it. Dude, you were just yeah, ready. Just like, you were ready to fuck. Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, but I've I've calmed down from my. Especially when you're getting these girls that you were fond of. Oh man. Well, <laughs> honestly, yeah, I just, I still haven't seen a picture honestly, of this girl. Honestly, man, like I said, 
There's some good looking girls up in Boone, North Carolina. And Robert hasn't seen one of them yet. (laughs) Robert hasn't seen one of them yet. There's got to be some there. So Appalachian State has a good football team, (laughs) but not quite. Don't look at their cheerleaders. The Boone Poon train is stuck at the station. (laughs) It's it's not going anywhere. You know, I tried to ease into it. Wow, that dude's wide Oh, open. Will Greer finds the wide open receiver for a that, touchdown. That dude was, there's no they one, there's no one within, <laughs> within 10 yards of that kid. <laughs> They're going to cover. Okay. Uh, Will Greer pumped he's up. Doing, he's doing like some Baker Mayfield shit. Yeah, it did look like Baker, but, man, I, I could have hit that guy. He you was know, so open. Uh, what, what's the other game we want to move to? Oh, we, uh, Appalachian State was the only other one. Oh, is it, well, unless you want to touch on Virginia Tech playing against Georgia Tech. They play tonight? Yeah, tonight on ESPN, 630. Uh, Virginia Tech sucks. They beat a bad FSU team. Um, Georgia Tech, What do we have any, uh, like, what's the spread or anything on that? Hey, can you put the microphone in the holder? It's, like, going to Oh, I'm over here doing this. Yeah. All our listeners. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck is that? Like, it's Davis. Th- <laughs> Blame it's Davis. Me. It's me. It's me. Who listens to this in headphones? Uh, they're like, I'm in a bag right now. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? They're not gonna be happy with that. We haven't uh, talked too much. But wait, anyway. So Virginia Tech, uh, minus three. Virginia Tech. Oh, uh, that's probably fair. That's and then fair. Old Dominion storms the field. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Georgia Tech sucks to play against. I had to watch FSU. It's actually the anniversary of that fucking kick six that I was at that game this weekend. Oh. I was there at Georgia Tech in the that middle of a Georgia Tech station. Wasn't that uh, 2014? Yeah, we had. Uh, that was no, no, no. no we never they, lost y'all lost to fifteen. Or, y'all lost to Oregon. That, that was our only loss that year. Okay. But we it was, it was fifteen when we had uh, Everett Golston as our starting quarterback. Uh, yeah, that we sucked that game. That was pretty much the end of Ever Golson because I don't think he played a game after that. He played like one or two, but yeah, he got benched and then he led the team. He left the team. Yeah, he left the team before the bowl game anyway. But uh, he got yeah. benched like two or three games in a row. And whatever happened to him? I, I don't know if you guys remember this, but this was a uh, it might have been like a Thursday or a Friday night game two uh, between Virginia Tech and Georgia Tech. It was at Georgia Tech, and Virginia Tech uh, somehow left their jerseys. Or they got lost, and so they had to use old or like practice Georgia Tech. Oh yeah, 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 yeah! I remember that. That was weird. That was weird. I Damn. Something like that. That would be cool. Yeah. But anyway, I'll, that kick six it is the anniversary. I remember being at that game. We were six and zero. We thought we were really good. We thought Ever Goldson was going to lead us back to the playoff, and then that kick six happens. And of course, I'm sitting there thinking, oh, it's Roberto Aguayo, not the shitty Ricky Aguayo. He's going to kick this. He's going to make it. And man. They blocked it. I'm thinking, okay, overtime. I would never have guessed that that fucker picks up that ball and runs it all the way back. And I was so shocked. I was sitting around a bunch of Georgia Tech fans, and I was just like, you know what? Okay. I accept that. That's the wildest thing I've ever seen happen. I'm okay with it. I, I wasn't even mad after the game. I would have been like, okay, I'm getting fucked up tonight. We lost. <laughs> Everyone, like, it was obvious. You know, it was a close game, so we're cheering, they're cheering, and we were, you know, gracious to each other. Georgia yeah. Tech fans, a bunch of nerds. But afterwards, they all just kind of look back at us. I'm sitting next to my friend Mitchell, and uh, we're just like, yeah, c- congrats. <laughs> I got nothing else to say, but congrats. Can't even be mad about that shit. Yeah, that's uh, still going to do. Think about how that kick six went, and then how the Alabama-Auburn kick 
footsteps are. I think ours was crazier because it was blocked and then taken. It was blocked, but I, the fan reaction afterwards. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah Auburn's. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, Auburn's Georgia Tech fans just like, yay, we win. Auburn fans were murdering people in the streets. Like, that's like because, hey, you go fuck your sister. <laughs> <laughs> so which one fucks which? <laughs> hey, I didn't mean that. She's my cousin, too. Oh. <laughs> the family divided. Are we going to talk about football? We've been off topic. This podcast has been brought to you by Michelob Ultra. And Jose Cuervo. And McDonald's. Shout out to McDonald's. Shout out Mickey D's, man. Got me that uh, quarter pounder with that new 100% fresh beef. Didn't get any ice cream, though. Stop advertising it. Look, they stepped up their shit when it came to uh, their, their quarter pounders. You know, they would step up their shit if they did like they did overseas and sold beer in their stores. Why don't you do that? This is goddamn America. Hey, chill out. This is a future potential sponsor. <laughs> I'm talking. We're in works with them right now. <laughs> Mickey D's. Mickey D's, yeah. A lot of Mickey D's uh, listen, or eaters <laughs> listening to this podcast. All right. What's the next football thing we got? You want to talk about what, what do you got on your list over there? You want to go to the Friday games? We got Miami Who at plays Boston on? College. Oh, Utah. they play on Friday? Is Miami not ranked anymore? No. As they should be ranked. True. Okay. We'll talk about Miami. Who are they playing? Boston College? Boston That'll be interesting because Boston College was ranked at one point too. Yeah, for the first time since Matt Matty Ice. Matty Ice. Um, I where are they playing? At Boston. I think Boston College wins that football game. I do too. I don't think Miami's that good. And I, I think, think ba- Boston College plays well at home and they hit you in the face. And I just think that Miami, Miami in general, not like they you didn't used to be this way, but when you hit Miami in the face nowadays, they can't handle it. They. They start off slow. They start off slow against LSU. Start off Board slow safe. against FSU. Should have lost uh, to FSU. That was don't bring almost up. crazy. Yeah. Don't talk about heartbreaking. it. Heartbreaking. Um, yeah, I think the uh, I think Boston College run game is just going to wear Miami down, especially early on. You know, especially up there, it's probably going to be cold. You know? Yeah, it's going to be cold. Yeah, it's fucking cold here. You know, <laughs> I, I just cannot support a Steve Adazio-led team. I don't, I don't like it either. Although, Boston College is so weird. They're another one of those schools that seem to pull an upset every now and then. But I yeah. think that Miami, and they're going back to their old starter. Yeah, I know. They, he, he they gave back. up on Nikasi Perry, and now they're going back to, who the Rozier. hell? Rozier. He sucks. Malik Rozier. He's so. not good at football. Uh, so, I mean, I guess he's their best option because Nikasi Perry wasn't doing any better. So, I guess... I, I I like Miami in this game, even though they're in Boston. It's gonna be cold. I, I think that they're. I think they'll pull through. I think everyone was a year early ranking Boston College. They last year they had a freshman lead them in rushing, receiving, and passing. So they're all sophomores now. I think next year is the chance. Next year and the year after, they have a chance to be really good. And Boston College is one of those teams that every every like five years they have a good team. That kind of thing. So I think uh, this year not quite there, but I still think they're gonna beat Miami. Good insight on the youngness of the Eagles fans. Kind of like, you know, they, they're expecting a good team. Boston College is one of those teams that's historically been in the picture, especially back at when the Big East was a thing. Yeah. And this is an old Big East rivalry. That's kind of why I like this game. I always like the yeah, that is Miami, cool. Virginia Tech, Virginia Tech, Boston College. It's always fun. Mm-hmm. You know, you mess it up those old days in that old conference, which I like that old conference. 
Yeah, it was fun until everyone left. But everyone uh, kind of came to the ACC for the most part. Yeah, and then West Virginia goes to Temple. the Big Ten. Temple. Big Twelve, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, it was just it was a couple of ones that went to other places, but they I think they end up making a new conference that's tiny now. Yeah. Anyway, we can move on from that. Moment of silence for the Big East. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, another thing happened Friday night, which. It's going to be in Jacksonville, Florida. Oh, uh, let's go, baby. Rough and rowdy. Because it's on Friday and not Saturday. It's rough and rowdy. The Georgia boys are coming down trying to take the swamp. Well, take Jacksonville away from the Gator boys. It's pretty much all Florida versus Georgia fans. Fighting. I know. I'm so excited. I'm wearing my Florida State stuff, rooting hard for the Georgia fans. Wow. That one Georgia guy. Did you see the promo where he says, I'm running, through, I'm running through Florida like my name's Michael. Did you see that guy? I love it. Yes. Oh, he's, he's gonna, gonna lose, lose so hard. <laughs> oh man. The only Georgia guy, I was like, no, he's gonna lose. All the other guys look pretty tough. Yeah. Honestly. I I am beyond excited for this. I'm just excited for this weekend. I've never really uh, seen too much rough and rowdy. So this oh, is. Well, I'm a big I, I am very well aware of it, and I've seen clips for sure. So I'm very excited to be going to this event. First time for all of us, right? Right. Hell yeah. And then the next day, the big game, we'll get to that here in a second. Rough and Rowdy, baby. We've been I'm excited. We've avid consumers uh, of Rough and Rowdy for the yeah. past three or four. Well, the I, think I've, really. I think there's been four, and I've seen two of them. One of them I just couldn't make because I was doing something else. The first one I never, I hadn't heard about it at that point. Right. But this is, I think it's going to be the best one because it's going to be this huge college football rivalry in the same town, and it's getting bigger and bigger. So I think this is going to be the best one. It's going to be a lot of fun. Can't wait for the Ringo competition. That's gonna, be some, that's gonna be a smoke. And the last one, the last one sucked because they were they were in Kentucky, and Kentucky has this rule in amateur boxing that it, once there's blood, the fight's over. And so they were stopping these fights, like none of them finished. And it, it's that's just so it, dumb. It was very dumb, and I'm curious to see if Florida has any rules like that. But I don't think so because we no. have island fights. But and island fights aren't amateur, though, are they? They're not. Well, I don't know. Anyway, I, Davis, we went to that one island. Yeah. With Roy Jones, I think they had a few amateur fights. Hey, Roy Jones is fighting. They're not oh, amateur no. fights. I, I, I don't. I didn't. Oh, oh, okay. You know, actually, I think there might have been a prize money for each. Well, there's fighter. prize money for rough and rowdy too. Yeah. yeah, I think, I think these, these were people getting paid. I'm pretty, I'm pretty you sure. Get paid at the amateur level, but. But anyway, it's gonna be, it's gonna be awesome. And the, yeah. yeah, the ring girl competition is gonna be fun because the last one, the ring girls kind of sucked. The first, the one, the first one that we watched, the ring girls were out there. Doing flips and twerking over there and falling on their ass because they were too drunk and weed Wait. fell out of this girl's hair and she almost kicked weed? guy in the face. Weave. <laughs> oh, weave. She fell out of her hair and it was on the ring and then oh man, I think this last one though a tit did pop out so that was pretty cool. Tit, tit did pop out. There was a milk fight. The two big there was yeah two fat girls fighting with milk. I mean this is fans. that's rough. Oh. Yeah, it's fine. It's buy it or av- no free. That's ad- just no beautiful. Free, um, what is it? No free ads, but buy rough and rowdy. Oh yeah, if if I had to advertise anything, which Barstool doesn't need any advertising, but no, we're not even advertising. We're just fans. Just fans True. of the rough and rowdy and the Barstool brand. You Pretty know, that, exciting. I, we all we've always said that there needed to be like an alternative, like sports, uh, entertainment, you know, broadcasting conglomerate. I guess. Yeah, you know, and that's what Barstool. That brings is. it to you, not like. How the radio does. Or yeah, how because, does. yeah, when you're on TV, you can only do it a certain way. Barstools doesn't do it on the radio. They do it through their own mediums, right. which makes it easier. And, you know, the average person, like, whatever they're looking at, 
their TV watching the game. They're like, you didn't fucking catch it! Oh! <laughs> yeah. And, and that's TV. what they're literally doing. But anyway, I've, I was wrong. There's been five Rough and Rowdies. We've watched three of them in this tour. Yeah. So we, we're This over one that. is going to be the roughest and the, the rowdiest, baby. All right, let's move on. Saturday. Go Saturday, Gators. Saturday. <laughs> we're, not there, we're not there yet. Fuck the Gators. <laughs> All right. Um, step in. Number 20, Wisconsin at Northwestern. Uh, another place where they cut the grass a little bit longer. A little bit higher, just like Purdue. Yep, just like Purdue. All right. Uh, yeah, Nor- Wisconsin only favored by four and a half over Northwestern. I don't know. They're playing at Northwestern, you said? Man, I don't know. I haven't watched either of these teams play, if we're being honest. No, not at all. But I have not liked the scores that I've seen Wisconsin have this yeah. year. <laughs> I like them either, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of good insight here. <laughs> Davis, you watched Wisconsin play this year? This ain't going to be our yeah. last week. <laughs> no. uh, semi. I've semi seen Wisconsin play this year, and I don't really care for them too much. Uh, the games that they have played, that they have won, have been decent wins. But then the losses that they've had, like BYU losing 24-21 on that field goal and uh, Michigan just routing them. Uh, it, it, this, this is a Wisconsin team that hasn't really impressed me at all. Yeah. So you're going to take uh, Northwestern to cover? What's the line again? Four and a half. Four and a half. Oh, you know what? No, I, I would go for Wisconsin on that. Because I, so. think, I think they'll beat Northwestern, and all the wins that they have had have been decent enough wins to where I think they could cover. So here's my take on this. Uh, Northwestern, they're playing at Northwestern. It's an 11 a.m. game. Those kids are really smart there. So they're going to go to bed early. They're not going to get too drunk, and they're going to show up for the game. It's going to be a rowdy environment. Northwestern covers. Yes. <laughs> Upset of the week. Upset of the week. Wow. Northwestern wow. over Wisconsin. Good enough, but I just wanted to know. Upset of the week. Those okay, kids, so they're smart. Wisconsin and a Northwestern. You know what? I think they're pretty smart up in Wisconsin too. Are they? I don't think yeah, so. I think. Uh, I think. Uh, I think Wisconsin comes out with a win. Uh, I think by a field goal. By a field goal. So. By a missed field goal. Missed field goal. So Northwestern covers. Yep. Cool. Sounds good to me. Yep. Um, and we'll stay in the Big Ten because I want to talk about Ohio State's uh, debacle at Purdue. Definitely down to talk about that. Transition to Purdue at Michigan State. Um, okay. We warned you Purdue was one of those teams. They we cut the grass. They cut the grass it. a little higher, man. We didn't call it. You're right. We didn't call it. I wish I would have because I was thinking about it. I really, you know, you, you heard me thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And Ohio State just came out and looked like shit. You at home. You guys know I was. They they just didn't even play. It seemed like I don't know what the deal was. Maybe I don't th- think Ohio State has had an impressive uh, win all season. We've seen yeah, Penn, Penn State struggle. We've seen uh, yeah. TCU not be very. Penn State good just looks so much. overrated. We'll talk about them later, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it, I don't know if it's just a letdown game. Ohio State definitely has a chance at the playoff still if they just if they run the table and win the Big Ten. I don't but, think they beat Michigan. I don't think there's. I I, I, I game, can't blame I you for saying that. Yeah. At this point, Michigan looks better than Ohio State does. Their defense is kicking on all cylinders, and Shea Patterson is just like, I'm not going to fuck up. I'm just going just gonna to calm down and make my complete passes, which is what Michigan's been missing the whole Looks like time. Michigan's on a bye this week, too. So Ohio State and Michigan both on buys this week. Yep. What do you they think? got a bye, and 
Purdue is playing Michigan State, which is mm-hmm. coming off of a loss at uh, Davis. You got anything to say about Ohio State Purdue first? Ohio State Purdue, yeah. I mean, I thought Purdue played with a lot of emotion. They were playing for that one kid who's dying of cancer. Uh, True. Uh, Justin, is it? Tr- That's a cool story. Tr- Trent. Watch. Last name is Trent. Is it Justin Trent? I'll look it up so we get it right. Yeah, I want to get that name right. But Shout yeah, they were playing with a lot of Tyler Trent. Tyler Trent. So they were playing Shout with out. a lot of emotion. They were out there ready to go. And, oh my God, dude, where the hell was Ohio State's defense? Their secondary was non-existent. Mm. How many big runs did they allow Purdue to get off? And they couldn't tackle worth a shit. So, I don't know what – Ohio State, uh, they definitely defensively had a terrible game. Are they but Purdue the played with a lot of emotion. Are they feeling the loss of Nick Bosa already? I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't think that's it. I think um, – well, on the defense, maybe. I, I think uh, – the running back for Purdue, let me look at his name real quick. I think he's just a beast. He uh, absolutely killed it. Um, I saw a video of him squatting what had to have been like at least 500, 600 pounds. <laughs> and that work in the weight room is paying off tremendously for him. I can do they're a, they're a lot like Boston College to me, like not to the same extent, but that they're just gonna they're gonna hit you in the mouth whenever you play them, especially at home. Taking DJ Knox, um, five foot seven. 210 pounds from Fairburn, Georgia. Gotcha. This dude is a monster. Broke that uh, broke that long run against Ohio State and then a whole bunch of runs. So you want to talk? Uh, Purdue uh, plays Michigan State. Yeah, Michigan State, State coming off a tough loss to Michigan. I don't know, man. I'm thinking... Uh, I like Purdue in this matchup. I, I like Purdue too, and I'm like on the edge, so like push me over. What do I need to do? What do you got to tell me? I think that Purdue has a good quarterback out of David Blau. I really like him. He's a good leader of the team. Uh, their run game is really good, and they showed that against Ohio State. But also I do want to stress the fact that I think Ohio State just defensively had a terrible game. Um I like Purdue, I think, more because I think they're just simply motivated. I think they're feeling the hot streak right now, and I don't want to go against a hot team. At Michigan State, they were defeated recently. Uh, the one thing they do have going for them is that they are back at home. They have a decent team this year, but I do uh, I do like Purdue in this game on the road. I like David Blau, too. He's only thrown two interceptions this year. Um, the big thing is he's taken 12 sacks already. This season, whereas last year he took 15 sacks. And uh, let's see, he's thrown for 2,000 yards already, so it's showing that he's having to get the ball away quick. So I guess they're throwing a lot of – I haven't watched a lot of Purdue. I only saw some of the Ohio State game. But I'm, having, mm-hmm. I'm thinking they're throwing a lot of little swing passes, screens to the running back. It looked like whenever oh, I was watching the highlights. I think the game was on when I was at the FSU game. So yeah. I, I, it looked like they were um, throwing a lot of swings and stuff like that, running back scoring a lot of touchdowns. But he's, he's got the yards, uh, 2,000 yards already on the season. It's very impressive. Uh, Mr. Blau, good job. Um, What's the spread on that? Let me see. I don't have it up on because I only got. There is no five. spread. No spread. Okay, I'll There's take Michigan no State. No spread. I'll take Michigan State straight up. Are you being serious? There's no spread. There's no line. No line at all. Wait, are they playing at Purdue? No, they're playing at Michigan State. Okay, the grass is shorter. We're taking Michigan State. Now we're going based off of grass. Now. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, Les Miles would be proud. He um, would, man. I'm gonna go with Purdue. I'm gonna ride the 
ride the boiler train. Mm-hmm. You know? Two straight wins over big teams. Yeah, yeah, I'm feeling it. That that was an impressive win. I can't. If everyone's so high on Ohio State, we cannot be high on Ohio State and then down Purdue for beating them. That would be inconsistent. With, True. With my philosophy as to the Florida LSU situation. <laughs> See, I'm not. I don't subscribe to that philosophy at all. West Virginia misses a, ex- yeah. a field goal, so. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a trans- I take the any given, any given Saturday point of view. So, yeah. Yeah. anyway, let's move on. What's next? Okay. Um, Y'all want to talk about Clemson, Florida State? Not yet. Let's do that before, right before Florida. Georgia. All right, sounds good. We'll stay in the Big Ten for now because uh, we've been talking about another big 10, game. So we'll go with uh, Iowa at Penn State, eighteenth uh, ranked Iowa versus seventeenth. I'm going I, – I like Penn State in this game. They're favored by a lot for only being ranked one point or one spot higher than them. But they're playing at home. They got two losses, like a bad loss last week. I just think they're going to rebound. There's no way they lose three in a row, even though Iowa is a good team. But that's my thought. I'm upset with Penn State this year. I was really hoping they'd be a better team, and then that was a heartbreaker against Ohio State. Uh, Iowa is a yeah, – I, I, Iowa's a weirdly good team. I always think Iowa it plays those tough teams mm-hmm. really tough. It's always really tough. I'm saying the word tough a lot. It's always tough playing in uh, Penn State Stadium. That's now that I think is where Penn State will have the advantage. I think they will beat Iowa at home, but Iowa's gonna play them really tough. There is no spread on this game either. So I got a six point. Um, really? Penn State favorite. There by it is, six and a half. Okay. Yeah, I got six, but yeah, it's at no difference. Um, I. I just don't see Penn State losing two games, but they are extremely were extremely overrated at the beginning of the season, from what we've seen so far. I think at least. You know what? I like I like Iowa. I'm switching to Iowa. I'm over here trying to like convince myself to not to like be like in favor of Penn State. I'm just not. I'm gonna go for Iowa. Iowa's hard nosed football team. They are a hard nosed football team, but Iowa's got the D. It, you know how good their D is? Yes, I would. They have. Uh, Who got that good D? Yeah, 178. <laughs> Passing yards allowed on the season, which is a pretty good average. Yeah. Also, 79 rush yards allowed. That's pretty good. But we, we had that stat uh, Michigan State, was it, last week? Oh. I believe so, yeah. Or two weeks ago when yeah. they played um, – That's the thing. Uh, now, Penn State. Iowa's facing Grayson Sorley and yeah. a good rushing attack from Penn State. Yeah, I – So, is that number flawed? Yeah. Not, not that it's flawed. But. Has Iowa beat anybody this year, though? Like, or are they just ranked because they're six and one? Because a six and one team and a, I think they've had five conference. They lost they beat, to Wisconsin. They beat a very tough Northern Illinois team. Oh yeah. man, I've seen I've, so, I've seen that Northern Illinois. North they North haven't played. Person. They haven't played shit this year. Yeah, so that's the thing. It's like Penn State has. They put a good game against Ohio State. I, like I said, I still think they're overrated, but they're not going to lose three. In, Trace McSorley is not going to let this team lose three so in a row. Trace McSorley puts the team on his back. I think if the run game gets stopped, and uh, <clears throat> Trace McSorley is half the run game. That's true. That's true. Um, but I mean, there's still, still run defenses. Whenever you have a good run defense like that, it's hard to come by, really. You know, and if you can stop a team and make them one dimensional, then that's the way to go. But like you said, Trace McSorley is half their and that, running game. And, that and they have a good running That's back. also what throws off mm-hmm. the uh, the stat, the running game stats, too, because when the quarterback runs, it's so much different than when they hand the ball off to somebody. Yeah, and they are missing Saquon. 
<laughs> Dude, they There's are no missing doubt. Saquon. No doubt about Sanders that. Is really good too. Sanders is a good running back. He is a good answer, but he, it's tough to. Rep- it's also just really tough to replace a guy like Saquon. That that's is a generational a, talent. Yeah, that's a running back that doesn't come around too often. So in this game, though, I, I am I, I am over here trying to convince myself to go for Penn State. I just can't. I'm going for Iowa. You think so? See, I just oh wow, West Virginia's got a crazy pick. Oh no, he lost it. That's a wild play. Oh, and now it's like we're going to buffer. But the guy picked, picked it off and then lost it, and the Baylor guy got it. That was pretty wild. Anyway. <laughs> we are uh, we are drinking beer. Well, now. Right now, except uh, except uh, Joey's having the margarita, oh, yeah. which is a good pick. Like I, I am a big Marg fan. Big time. There's the play. Guy caught it, intercepted it. Oh, he's down. Never mind. Oh, yeah. He, he wrestled yeah. the ball away from him, though. Hold on. From this angle, you'll see it hit the ground, so – Oh shit! But it was in the receiver's hands. Yeah. Then it goes to West Virginia. A, he, and then he that's tries. A pick, though. That's still a pick. We'll see know. what they say. We'll see what they say. Keep it posted. Yeah. I don't know what I'm most excited for. This. I mean, obviously, I'm most excited for the Florida Georgia game. Just being a Gator fan. Mm-hmm. But we got Rotten Rowdy. It's night. Red Dead Redemption's coming out, and I'm gonna get it and download it. Yeah. It's, it, there's a big weekend. I will be asleep by the time you get your red, de- your what's it called, Red Dead Redemption. They're, they're doing it at uh, nine o'clock. So oh, oh yeah, well I'd go to bed at nine o'clock typically. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to Amanda's. I'm, I'm going to Amanda's 10. later, so I don't think she's getting home till ten. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The children. make love to woman. Oh, oh, dude, I just remembered blow, it, man. Blow, blow. <laughs> blow. Oh, blow. no. Hey. <laughs> All right. Well, now we have to move on. <laughs> okay, me too. All right, who are we talking about next? Uh-oh, Will Greer going deep. Oh. Off the receiver's hands. It was there. David Sills had it. All right, I got. You want to do the Pac-12 locks now, or you want to wait? Oh yeah, let's bring it. it I gotta make it. We gotta make a jingle for him. It, it, it's like it's gonna be like a whole bunch of money and like numbers punches. Like because that's what he's doing. He's gambling. Yeah, uh, he's gambling. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, he has the accounts. worst. About had the worst pick of all time. You heard me talking about him in the last one. If you listen to it, my brother or brother-in-law's brother, freaking Mark told me, take Oregon and the points against Washington State. Take Oregon and the points. Well, guess what fucking happened? Oregon got blown out. You can give them all the points you wanted to. So let's see how good these picks are. Utah, negative 10 uh, against UCLA. He's saying Utah. That's tomorrow night, I think. That's a good pick. Utah's a good football team. And UCLA can't figure out. Chip Kelly just can't figure it out right now. He won last week, though. Yeah, they did win. It was a it was a good win too. I mean, it was a it was a good win over Arizona, yeah. and then they blew out they blew Arizona, out Cal. I see. I just think Arizona sucks. They're bad. What is their record now? They're three and five, and UCLA's two and five, which they did start zero and five. True. Yeah. So yeah, they're they're maybe Chip Kelly's figuring it out. I'd probably still take Utah though, but ten points is a lot. I'm gonna take Utah. Um... Chip Kelly's look, look. Chip Kelly's sitting there in the locker room going, "Look, uh, we lost to all those shitty teams starting off. We got 
Utah, Oregon, Arizona State, USC, Stanford. Oh, shit. That's a tough schedule. That is very tough. And then USC. Oh, wait. No, my bad. That was the full schedule. Yeah, that is a tough stretch, especially in the – We're going to see if, uh, how good that team – they're kind of like Florida State because Florida State's got a similar thing where they got a bunch of tough teams to finish it out after struggling to start. So that will be interesting to see what Chip Kelly has got to do there. Um, next one, he's saying take Oregon uh, – Favored by nine and a half over Arizona, I think that's pretty easy. Yeah, that that's uh, again. I think Arizona's terrible. I think I don't think uh, Kevin Sullivan's got it going on this year. I think he's a bad coach, honestly. I think he had Johnny Manziel, and that was the only thing that. And he did good things at Houston with Case Keenum. Okay, yeah, another good quarterback. That was pretty much it. Yeah, I'm not I think a. I'm not a fan of him. At all. Uh, I mean. It's weird because you have certain coaches that are so good at certain programs, but then once they go on to another program and if they do bad, they're just, they fall off the face of the earth. And I think Chip Kelly is the best example of that right now. Mm-hmm. Unless he can rebuild UCLA. I'm, yeah, I'm not throwing Chip Kelly under the bus yet. I just This year, I'm not a believer, but I, you got to give him time. Wow, what's has got blocked. Go pick it up and run it back. Kick six. <laughs> all right, and the next lock he has is a game I know we all want to talk about. Uh, Washington State, Stanford. He said take Washington State plus two. Oh, wow. Washington State's the underdog. What? What disrespect. That is against complete. Wait, against it's who again? Stanford. Stanford. That's complete disrespect seeing what they did at Oregon last week. And we did we, – we, uh, we got we got to apologize to Mike Leach. We're sorry. <laughs> we're sorry. That's my guy, Leach. too. And what we're going to do because we – didn't even think they would, like, none of us thought that uh, they could beat Oregon, even if it was at home. We didn't think True. they could beat them. So, we're going to do top four. I got four, yeah. Top four Mike Leach quotes, and you're going to love it. Yeah, so Mike Leach, he, he, everyone knows he's a big personality. He's my favorite personality in college football. So, here's oh, – oh, that was really sweet. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to read you some of his best quotes. The first one starting out, he was asked – about one of his early – the expectations for one of his first Texas Tech teams. Well, outside of Lubbock, expectations aren't very high. But it's okay. We play in Lubbock a lot this season. <laughs> <laughs> Almost half, Mike. Classic. Ah, uh, those leechisms. Mike Leach, after his first win as a head coach, it's kind of like doing surgery with a chainsaw instead of a scalpel. We had pieces and parts flying everywhere. It turned out in our favor. We just got to clean it up next time around. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, On to the deflate gate hysteria. We waste a lot of time with that, and then we worry about the Kardashians. How can it be we laugh at England's obsession with the royal family? At least the royal family has college degrees and military service. Boom, (laughs) I just don't know how we got on the uh, Kardashians and the royal family from deflate gate. And my favorite one, he was asked about which team his seven and five team, or, or which bowl his seven and five team uh, was going to go to. He said the Rose Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Just watch him. He also had uh, uh, told, said that he lost his uh, game at Texas Tech because all his team had fat little girlfriends that were telling him they were the best. <laughs> Gotta get rid of those fat little girlfriends. Probably got yeah, that, that, North Carolina. <laughs> 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 Dude, that shit though. It, that shit would get him fired today. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you can't fat shame 2018. 
2018. I'm all about fat shaming. Why not? Okay, that we played high school football with who lost like 50 pounds when we fat shamed him. I know. Coincidentally, <laughs> they just happened to start losing weight. Yeah. Even with me, like whenever I uh, wow, what's another pick? pick. Go, go. Well, go. I'm gonna take uh, the cover. Down. I'm gonna yeah, take the cover. Down at the 22. <laughs> anyway. Um. Yeah. Whenever I would. Uh, Whenever I was gaining weight and I went to jujitsu, my professor would be like, Rob, you're gaining weight, my boy. You know, like, <laughs> oh, fat yeah, shamer. Fat, you know? <laughs> and then I lost like 30 pounds. So. I just love listening to a Mike Leach press conference, and the next thing you know, he's talking about the moon landing. And that's a good college football coach right there. That's great. <laughs> he's, probably got yep. a, he's probably got a NASA of his own. You know, we have a NASA <laughs> over at West Florida High School, probably. Oh yeah, we do run NASA. NASA, that's that's a hail mary basically. They and they do have. Uh, I know on uh, I'm on YouTube right now, but they have like a video of Mike Leach where he's doing he's doing his speech, and they put like this nice soothing music behind it, so oh, you can yeah. just listen to him and just relax. It's Mike Leach here it. to here to get you through your day. Okay, I feel like we have uh, redeemed ourselves. I want to find the fat girlfriends one. Oh, I just started topping uh, best Mike Leach quotes or something like that, and it's the first. It's like a compilation video. He's saying just go straight after college basketball. They just showed a video of him eating a popsicle. Oh, this is the video I was watching. He had a quote about the playoffs today. We failed uh, Here it is. to make our coaching points and our points more compelling than their fat little girlfriends. Now, their fat little girlfriends have some obvious advantages. For one thing, their fat little girlfriends are telling them what they want to hear, which is how great you are and how, uh, how easy it's going to be. <laughs> and then he's back to the pop school. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he said he said today is our... That's... That's my coach. <laughs> Today, Leach uh, said uh, they need to expand the playoff system, minimum 16 teams. I haven't quite figured out how everybody from rec league softball on down can figure out how to put together a tournament, but Division One can't. I mean, he's he's spot on. I agree. We talked about this last time. It's ridiculous. Teams, yeah. I, I think eight's the perfect number. I think eight is good. Yeah, but – I mean, we can, you know, like I said last time, you can talk about this all day long. We're going to have sit here and have a huge argument. Took over Christmas dinner in my house, or in my family last year. Right. But I mean, I, I like talking about it, though. We can touch on it a little bit because, like, 16 would be way too long. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I've lost, like, three hey. games. <laughs> it's going to happen. Do you guys know where Mike Leach graduated from? I used to. I don't know. Trivia. First off, he went to BYU, which is kind of crazy. Oh, but then he got his law degree from Pepperdine. Okay, yeah. Oh. He got his law degree from Pepperdine. That's cool. The hell? He's a lawyer? That's an extremely hard school to get into, and he has his law degree from there. And he knows more about the moon landing than you think he does. <laughs> I mean, but I don't know. The, I think a perfect case scenario is you have eight conferences with, like, 20 teams. 
and two divisions. Play everyone in your division, play a championship game, the winner gets in. I think, I think eight teams is a good turnout. But that's a per- it's never going to happen in that scenario that I just love. But eight teams is good. I like eight teams. Yeah. I like eight teams as well. Okay. On from the hypothetical playoff talk. And we'll move on. We talked about Washington State. Oh, did we? We didn't. We never. We just talked about Mike Leach. Oh, we just talked about Mike. Okay, here we go. I think that, State at Stanford. that kid's mustache is too good to pick against him. I don't think Stan- I think Stanford's pretty overrated, honestly. I'm s- extremely surprised that they're favored. They're, they're, they just can't run the game ball with Bryce Love, which is saying something because he's awesome. Um, I'm picking Washington State big time. I'm picking Washington State as well. And I guess I'll make that my upset of the week. Uh, is it two? Or? I mean, I wouldn't consider – I don't consider Washington State an upset. upset yeah, they are. Stanford. Stanford is favored. They are favored because they're at home. Are they That's pretty much it. They're not yeah. favored, but we said at least four, right? Yeah, they're three. Plus four, minus four. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with my lock of the week. Washington State covers this game. That's going to be my lock of the week as well. It won't, won't be my lock, but I do like Washington State. I feel good. We're in the house. Perfect yeah, alignment. <laughs> yeah, two locks. We're almost safe. Yeah, I, um, I think that quarterback's just too good, and they're, they're hyped up after that win. You know, you could see a letdown, but I just don't think Leach lets them, lets them be let down. Who are you picking? Did you say? Oh, I said I said um, Washington State, but they're not my lock. He's not. They're not, his not, lock. not your lock. I do not lock them in. Not your lock, huh? Okay. So we got one open door. All right, one open door. Thanks to Davis. Okay. Um, moving on, and I guess we'll move on to the SEC and the ACC. Just overall teams there. The re- where real football is played. Yeah, where where. Southern football is played where the big boys are. <laughs> Bams. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's go. Actually, wait. Before we get to the big, big boys, I want to talk about South Florida at Houston. South Florida is still undefeated. And uh, Houston's been looking pretty good. They're leading their their division in the American Conference right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Houston favored big time in this game. Yeah, seven and a half. One, only lost to a Texas Tech team, 63 to 49. Houston favored by seven and a half. That's pretty crazy. You know, I do like South Florida, but there are times where they really do cut it close. They're undefeated, and they're ranked 21. And they also have Blake Barnett at quarterback. This is a guy that started at Alabama for that one game, and then he transferred and went to Arizona, but it ended up not happening for him at Arizona. So he went to South Florida. He gets the start there, and he's been doing he's been doing pretty good under Charlie Strong. But, dude, this Houston team. I think Ed, Ar- I think Ed Oliver is going to make Blake – Barnett's night a nightmare. Mm-hmm. I had to think about that for was a second. Is that the kid who uh, could have gone anywhere else, but he decided to go to Houston because he was a huge Yeah, fan. he was like the number three. Five re- star he was a five-star, like number three overall recruit, but he's yeah. from Houston. He decided to stay home. Love that story. That's, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, USF's been grinding out, and I mean grinding out, very close wins all season. We're talking about uh, you know beating Illinois by less than a touchdown or mm-hmm. beating East Carolina by down um not really blowing at you blowing out umass uh beating tulsa by a point beating yukon by eight points and houston is putting up like 70 points they're putting yeah. up like 50 points you know 30 I, just, 40. I don't think uh usf's defense is gonna stop them enough to mm-hmm. where south florida's offense is gonna uh, make up for it i, I 
keeps them running away with it. I agree. I just what South Florida's doing is not sustainable, in my opinion. Yeah, they're undefeated, but you have to be. Ex- I don't know. When you play a team like this Houston team, what what they're doing is not going to work. Houston's going to get up, and South Florida's not going to be able to keep up with them. It's going to set up for a good conference championship game against Houston and UCF. And right now, I don't I don't see. Oh Houston yeah, that Houston. I, I don't know I, I don't know about that. UCF I don't think is as good as we thought they were at the beginning of the season. They're not as good as they were last year. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. I might probably I probably take Houston right now if they played UCF right uh, now. I'm surprised Houston's not ranked and Appalachian State is. I I, I mean again I'm I'm excited for Appalachian State. I mean put them against a real team we'll see. But hey, you know what? They almost beat Penn State if that means anything if that weighs anything right now. Hey, maybe um, that'll be a bowl game, Houston and Appalachian State. Could be. Although, um, nah, looking I think at, they're both looking for bigger bowl games. Looking at Houston's schedule, they haven't really played that many good teams. I mean, they beat the shit out of Arizona, but Arizona's not I anything this we, year. Yeah, I'll talk about that it earlier. was a shootout against Texas Tech. Same teams uh, South Florida's playing, though. You know, it's about... It's yeah. About so, I, 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 got, I like Houston in this game, and I consider that my lock. Okay. By, by, they're going to cover? Yeah. That's okay. my lock. I got that. I could see it happening for sure. I would have locked it, but I feel like it's. I feel like Houston's just gonna run away with it. So I don't want to. Well, we'll find out how good if. I like to make my lock on bigger games, you know. Yeah, I do too. I will find out how good both these teams are, though. No offense. No offense. I know, but I, I I'm not comfortable at all making my lock on Florida Georgia. So. Oh no. Oh. We'll wait till we get there. Yeah. Okay. What Going else we got? That, uh, let's talk about. Uh, State. Oh yeah, that'll be a good game. Uh, Mississippi State uh, put on a dud fest against LSU. We were watching that game, and Mississippi State half of their plays were designed quarterback runs. Mm. Half of them, not a, and that's not an exaggeration. That actually happened. That's not how he's been running the offense this whole year. He's just trying to find an answer to something that's going wrong. With well, State. it half the time worked, but they just couldn't. I mean, it wasn't sustainable. I think it was after Florida's loss, or after their loss to Florida, was yeah. when they changed it up and they started running the ball with Nick Fitzgerald more often because he is putting up rushing yards. But I think last game he had maybe five. No, no he had what fifty yards? Something like that. Fifty yards passing. It was just bad. And he for threw him. pick after pick so after the, pick. The LSU game. Yeah, he threw four picks. Should have been five picks. They uh they called one back on a terrible targeting call, uh on LSU's oh, best yeah. player. I mean, if it was rough in the past, they're fine. But targeting on that hit was just ridiculous. And now LSU loses their best player for uh, the Al- half of the Alabama game. Yeah, man. Uh, Nick Fitzgerald against LSU went 8 for 24 for 59 yards and four interceptions. It's just that's not going to get the job done. And this A&M team we've been talking about all year, they're not they're not bad. Jimbo Fisher's got them playing football. Oh, they, they're playing at Mississippi State, though, right? I'm Mississippi State. Mississippi State's favorite. That doesn't. That does not mm, persuade matters. me whatsoever. I don't think it matters. I, Mississippi State. A cowbell done my shit. Two. I need. I should have looked at this before. This is the last of my podcast because this would have been my lock. Texas A&M covering that that point spread. There's no chance that Mississippi State beats A&M. Yeah, and uh, right now ESPN has Mississippi State 56. percent No chance. And I I gotta go with you, Taylor. I think Texas A&M. Uh, I think Texas A&M goes. Goes into Mississippi and puts the book down on them. Yeah, I mean, I just, 
after watching Mississippi State last week, I, again, we talked about this when, uh, the first podcast we did. I sat here and said, I don't think uh, Mississippi State's it's all that good. Yeah, true, which isn't terrible. But I think Mississippi State's overrated every single year. I said that when they played Florida. Someone at the door? Anyway. <laughs> um, I think – and I watched them play against Who's Florida. I watched that? them play against LSU. I just don't see it. I don't see what everyone's in yeah. love with. Miss, yeah, they are just a garbage team. And if you think about it, Texas A&M's two losses were to the number one and number two teams in the nation. So and they and they played they they played Clemson very 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 good and they played Alabama tougher than anyone else has played them. So I like Texas A&M in this game. Mississippi State's just not a great team. I hate Joe Moorhead's calls right now, but I did hear this argument the other day and I agreed with it. It's very temporary what Joe what Joe Moorhead's doing. This is Dick Fitzgerald's last year. He's making it work for this year, but. Once he starts getting his recruits and starts getting his program going, he's going to run yeah. the offense that he's going to want to run. Yeah, we've been talking about that with different coaches yeah, all year. He wants to sling the ball a little bit more than Nick Fitzgerald. Nick, I can't say. Nick Fitzgerald. Yeah, he's just not that quarterback. No. All right, uh, we'll move on. He needs to go to FSU. Switch. We'll give him Francois. We'll take Fitzgerald. Just a little switch, switch a room. <laughs> we'll trade. That's fine. We do. Oh! oh David Sills just steals catch. it. Dang it. He just jumped right in front of that uh, the cornerback and took that one down, man. I need to switch to that side so I can watch the game, too. Uh, we're about, it's about to be the NFL right, time. Go, oh, go, go, go. Greer throws left. About a 40-yard heave. Oh, he mossed him. It looked, straight up and it looked even better from the other angle, Defender too. was ready to intercept the ball, and Davis Sills says, nope, I'm taking no, that no, ball no. back. No, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah, that was up there for the I'm taking West Virginia to cover. I'm taking West Virginia to cover. Yeah, they're mad. Dude, West Virginia – dude, David Sills, you know that he was like a quarterback who was recruited in middle school? He was he was given a scholarship in middle school to USC by Lane Kiffin. Oh, he gets go. He gets to USC – or no, I think he was going to go to USC. He's committed, and then he decommits. He ends up at another school. Quarterbacking ended up not working out for him. He becomes a receiver, and now he's one of the best receivers in college football. You got to love Lane Kiffin giving middle school kids yeah. scholarships. He did it to Matt Leinert's kid recently. Did he? Oh, let's go. 11, no, the kid's 11 years old. He's not even a teenager. Man, imagine being in 11 years old in middle school and being like, yeah, I got a scholarship to a Division One football program. So much. So many hand jobs. Yeah. So many hand jobs. Oh, my God. You're swimming in them. You're reaching out, grabbing. <laughs> That's crazy to think about. All right, uh, what we talk about last? That y'all y'all distracted me with. Oh, we talked about Texas A&M last. You were uh, distracting you with eleven-year-old hand jobs. Okay, we'll stick in the SEC and we'll go with Kentucky at Missouri. Kentucky, dude, I'm in. The, the disrespect of Kentucky. We talk about it all the time. All the- they're giving them seven points this week against Missouri. So they're favored by seven. No, they're giving like Missouri. No, like by they're seven. starting the game down seven nothing. No, Kentucky. Is that right? No, Missouri is favored in the game. Oh what? They're giving Kentucky. But seven aren't they points. playing in Kentucky or are they playing at Mizzou? Mizzou. I thought it was at Kentucky. Mizzou. Is that Mizzou? I I mean I don't think that I don't think Mizzou has a very big home field advantage in this one. No. Drew Locke's a good quarterback, but. Outside of that, I think oh, I love that run game that Kentucky possesses, and their quarterback their quarterback game's not bad either. Yeah, Kentucky's great in the trenches. Missouri's uh, stadium's under construction, and so is their football program. <laughs> I like that. Uh, you like that? 
Yeah, and they do have the quarterback. <laughs> I, Mizzou has the quarterback advantage, but Kentucky has the team advantage. I don't even know if they do. Terry Wilson is a dual threat quarterback. Terry? He's not going to sling it um, like as Drew good Lockwell. as Drew Locke is, but he's a dual threat. He's a dual threat. I gotcha. Guy. What you, what you doing, Terry? See, I'm going to take – I'm definitely taking Kentucky. Like, again, I needed to look at these uh, spreads before we go in here because yeah. seven points to Kentucky – in this game, like, come on. For anyone listening, we are Bet doing Kentucky. this podcast pretty much off the cuff. I had a game. I had a coach uh, today. It was the last game of the season, but it got canceled due to inclement weather. So we're doing this off the cuff. We wanted to get it to you guys uh, immediately. Yeah, I mean, uh, Kentucky. With uh, let's start off the game with seven points, no doubt, and bet that. Put the house on it. Take out a mortgage. Go to Vegas. Give oh, them all their all I'm your write money. That on this notepad, so you know. Um, <laughs> Put the house on Kentucky. <laughs> They're going to give them that many points? I mean, come on. They give them points against South Carolina. How there's, dumb was that? There's no respect for the Wildcats now. And the Wildcats have a good basketball program. I don't see why they can't have a good football program. Well, because they pay all the money to the basketball players. Yeah, but can't you pay can. them both, Robert. You can't. You really can't. <laughs> it's amazing how history just kind of determines your future, right? It's really hard to take a program that was nothing for the longest time and turn them into something. That's why y'all are on App State. Like what? Yeah, like what programs are out there today that were nothing and now are powerhouses? I'm trying to. I'm trying to think. Like yeah. Florida wasn't that good. I was in gonna the, say you could say. And in the eighties, yeah. you could have the same argument with FSU. Yeah, FSU had to go two teams like Nebraska and Michigan. Yeah, and that two be they good. Started winning. Yeah. And that, that's how you. That was Bobby Bowden's thing. Play anyone, any place, anytime. See, I wonder. That's Houston now, and that's teams like UCF now. UCF is big enough and in the state of Florida to where they could sustain a good football program. Well, think about a team like Clemson, where the, you know Clemson wasn't really on the map until four mm. years ago, and now here they are. They're constantly in the top three. Uh, they've been a mainstay in the playoffs. Yep. But 10 years ago, they were winning probably eight or nine games a season, which is okay, but not great. Yeah, they, the Clemson thing was a real thing a couple of years ago. And it's been an ebb and flow kind of deal with a lot of teams. Like Nebraska used to be really good, and right now they're not. But I, I think Scott Frost is going to get it back to where they were in the 90s when he was playing. And it's tough to have sustained, sustained success anywhere. It's a tough word, man. Those but, <laughs> oh, they're killing me. Half one down. All right, what were we talking about? I'm, <laughs> I'm joking. I, I like Kentucky. Yeah. Okay. Can't agree on that one. Sounds good. We're all in agreement. Not lock agreement though. Not not. I already quite. used it. I already used my lock. <laughs> I have my lock on Houston. Have we have we used our upset? I did. You did. I I don't actually I don't know if I've used my upset. Well, okay. You Let. Uh, my upset well, was Northwestern over Wisconsin, which I just took out of the out of nowhere. So. I did call Iowa over Penn State, but that's not too much of an upset. If it if if they were to pull it off, I don't know if it's much of an upset. It's uh, points wise, it is, but uh, not rankings wise. Okay, um, here's a good one for Vegas you: U- U.S. or Arizona State at USC, and Ooh. that is a two thirty game our time. It's a, a noon game. And keep in mind that USC is starting their third-string quarterback because the first two are injured. Really? I like Arizona State. I like what Herm Edwards is doing. I wasn't a fan of it whenever they announced it, but it That's seems like it. It, it seems like it's working. I'm, I'm riding. Eh. I'm riding Arizona. They got State. three wins. 
Yeah, I but really am. I like him. I like him too. Again, it's a first-year coach, and they're playing. They're doing something weird that no one else ever doing. He's a he, Aaron, or Herm Edwards is the GM of Arizona State football, and it's interesting what he's doing. I think it could has has a chance to work. Obviously, this year they're not going go to. go I mean, the for a great speaker, you think he'd motivate his team to more victories? It's but his first, <laughs> this is first year, and he's done an excellent job so far. Yeah, I. Uh, they're better I, than we get that we thought they were going. Look, to Look, this is going to be a good game because they're USC. Look, USC's young. They're kind of beat up. Also, they're they're not playing too great. But you know that's now you got a, you got a lot of stuff going on over there that True. in due time can improve. I think that this will be a close game. But where's where's the game at? It is at USC in the Coliseum. I think that USC is going to win this game. What's the spread? How's the spread is a uh, five and a half. Okay. USC. I I still like USC in this game. Yeah. I'm gonna take USC also. Now that I'm thinking about it, it's like I'm I'm, I'm one. I'm think- I like Arizona State. USC's been playing well. Well, you said their third string quarterback starting. Is he playing the I, whole game? Yeah, more than likely. Why, it's usually first well, game. first two got the first two got hurt just last game alone. Wow. And they were working. They were running with JT Daniel. Then they went to Matt Fink, and I don't even know the guy who's starting this game was the backup quarterback to Sam Darnold when they were in high school. Helpful fun factor. I'm going to take a little uh, fine-tooth comb and uh, tick through this real quick for us. Uh, USC oh, his ass. 62%. He's holding his ass. Oh, man, the glute. Yeah. Is that with the glute? Yeah, USC's got 62% to win. Uh, Arizona State's allowing 223 uh, yards through the air on defense. Now, that is probably to starting quarterbacks. We'll see how good that <laughs> is. Uh, rushing yards allowed. Um... 157 on Arizona State side allowed, and about the same on USC side. But USC hasn't been running the ball that well. They're only running the ball for 116 yards a game. So that's going to make them one-dimensional. They're going to have to pass with the third-string quarterback. I'm going back on my uh, pick. I'm going to pick Arizona State. Yeah, I'm sticking with Arizona State. All right. I think they make them one-dimensional, and if that uh, third-string quarterback isn't a golden boy – I will say, don't bet your house on that one. Yeah. <laughs> if you bet the dog, no, don't even bet the dog. That's cruel. No comments. Them, them dogs. Very cruel. Yeah, we won't talk about them dogs here. We're not fair. All right, let's All go. Right. All right, we gotta kick it in high gear. All right. Yeah, we're getting up there. What, what are we at right now? All right, we'll uh, we'll skip skip a lot of small games. Actually, we'll just go through. Them yeah, just do, do our picks real quick. Okay, NC State uh, at Syracuse. 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 I could. Syracuse th- as well. That can be my upset. And there you go. I should make a really quick apology because um, I picked NC State to uh, be upset Clemson. That was my upset of the week last week. Not even close. Nope. Not even close. <laughs> nope. Not even close. Was, you know, we had two separate people. We had a guest picker on too. Pick uh, yeah. NC State. And he pushed me over the edge. I was I was gonna go with Clemson, but he pushed me, and uh, I let him do it. You know. My fault. Syracuse no, takes this one. That's a underrated team. Syracuse very underrated, and it's at Syracuse. There's in the in humidity the in the humidity dome. Yeah. <laughs> what is up with that? You're in New York or New Jersey? New Jersey? New York. New York. All right. Yeah. Okay. Next one. I didn't know where exactly we were going to. All right. Uh, Notre Dame versus Navy in Yankee Stadium. Okay. What's the spread on this one? Because you can't pick that one straight up. That's gonna be a Notre Dame game. wins. Yeah, I mean. I feel like I could. I, I just. What's the point of picking that one straight up? 
Never Notre Dame's the number three team in the nation. Playing yeah, the Navy. Yeah, the Navy's just terrible. The spread uh, the spread is uh, pl- uh minus twenty four. Okay, I take Notre Dame to cover. Yeah. Look, this I know this sounds. Whoa. I know this sounds. Whoa. That's a lot of points. I know this sounds crazy, but no, I think Navy, despite their record, is going to play Notre Dame tough. They're going to lose the ball game, mm-hmm. but I think I would take Navy in this game. You bet on Navy, okay? I'd take Navy <laughs> to cover on that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're two and five, but also Notre Dame, they've had some solid victories. They've also had some bad victories, yeah, and I think they could have. I think they could have a bad victory against Navy. I think they could probably win by ten, which I wouldn't be impressed for the number three team in the nation. Now, I like Ian Book, great quarterback, but I think that Navy Maybe. always will play them tough in this ball game, and I think they'll keep it close, and they will cover. Okay. I mean, I was going to say it sucks playing against a triple option team, and that can always just throw everything out the window. If I was in Vegas, I just wouldn't put lines on triple option teams. But. I was going to bring the triple option up because, yeah. unlike Davis, you and I know what it's like to be on a triple option team. It's it miserable. sucks. It's real miserable. Sucks dick. And, and – Sucks dick. I don't think Navy is running it good enough to be anybody, let alone a very good Notre Dame team who's letting only 126 rushing yards on the ground on defense. And they know they're going to run it. They're not going to pass the ball. They've only passed for 73 yards, 78 yards average um, Navy has. So it's it's one of those things where Notre Dame's just the better team, and they're going to whoop them. And once they start running away with it. I don't know if they're going to cover, though. That's that's hard on the triple option. I'll go with you. I'll say they cover. Uh, Notre Dame covers. Just don't have a lot of confidence in it. Not a lot of confidence. They're at, like, if I'm doing lot confidence, like win confidence, I'm putting them way up there. 1 through 10, 10 being the highest. Yeah. they're, they're I think Notre Dame wins this 10. I'm going to go 10. Not even saying other games. Like, I'll put other games at 10, too. But Notre Dame, I got full confidence in the Irish winning. No, I was talking about on the spread. What's on your the confidence spread? in yeah, them? I don't know. That's that's more like I'm at a, I'm at a four, a okay. three. See if they. Cover. I can see that. I'm probably at about a seven that they cover. Maybe an eight. I'll go eight. Yeah, I mean they're putting up points, uh, so they I guess they get close to the end zone. I haven't seen Navy play this year. They get close to the end zone, they just punch it in. Yeah, I could with a triple option. I can see them doing that, but I think Notre Dame's just gonna throw all over them. Navy's gonna like. I'm not going to say they're going to quit because, I mean, they are military guys. Like, they're not going to quit, but. It's a rivalry game. We'll see how it goes, but I think Notre Dame. I'm going to say Notre Dame covers right. with you. I'll take that. All Next. right. Texas, Oklahoma State uh, at Oklahoma State. I like Texas. Um, watch out for Oklahoma State, but I like Texas. I'm on the Texas bandwagon. Not gonna, not gonna talk anything else. Hey, Texas was my dark horse playoff team. I said it at the That's very beginning pick. of the year. Really my dark pick. horse playoff team. And I guess we'll pick Oregon. Wait, we already picked Oregon, didn't we? Yeah, we already talked about that. All right, we talked about it. Yeah. Um, we'll move on to Florida State and Clemson in Tallahassee. Tickets are selling for thirty dollars apparently. Robert has tickets. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody help the poor guy out. I need to sell them. I will give them to you. Cheaper than what I've been saying the whole week. Where are they at? Where are they at in the stadium? They are near the student section, so you're like close Order enough the end zone. to have your ears bleeding from the students saying, Fuck the Gators! Fuck the Miami last game. Yeah, we did watch them get kicked. My Miami fan get yeah, kicked Miami out. Miami fan got kicked out last game because he was talking that shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you wear opposing teams stuff to a game your team's not even playing. Wear a neutral oh. color or something. 
Will Greer just had a crazy first down. A good first down run. He juked a guy. Anyway, run, 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 run. run. I'm gonna be at this game. Obviously, the FSU guy on the podcast. Um, it's an 11 o'clock, or I guess it's a noon game. It's uh, a noon game for Tallahassee. Yeah, it's gonna be. Everyone's down. It's the biggest home dog we've been since like the 70s, which is crazy. But I don't know, man. Our defense can keep us in this game. We our defense has been playing good. And the offense is a big play offense. It's not supposed to be. That's not Touchdown. how Willie Taggart. Yeah, that's, that's not how Willie Taggart draws it up. It's supposed to be a move down the field steadily, but that's just not what we have so far this year. It's the big play. So if our defense keeps us in this game and we can get the big play, which is going to be tough because that defense, Clemson's defensive line is the best in the nation, and FSU's offensive line is getting better. We're getting players healthy. It's going to be the first game all season. First time all season that FSU has started the same uh, offensive line in consecutive games. That's huge. But still, this defensive line is just so much better. Going to have to get the ball off quick. Going to have to be able to run the ball. I don't know if we can do those two things. Yeah. Willie's going to have to have some tricks up his sleeve if he wants to be Clemson. Yeah. If he wants to move the ball and at least have a good field position battle towards the end of the game where he's setting FSU up for a game winning field goal or something like that. It's, yeah, if, if we if we get into a field position battle, I'm gonna feel really good about the game because that means our defense is playing good. And Logan Tower is a hell of a punter. But Clemson is allowing less than 200 yards on both sides, or both um, run and pass on their defense. And like you said, their defensive line is beast. They might be four NFL defensive linemen. Oh, definitely, they both are, or they're all three of them going into the NFL for sure. But for State. If we, Trevor Lawrence. if Brian Burns starts getting to Trevor Lawrence, that's that's the matchup to watch out for because we already know what how that how the other way is going to go. Oh. Clemson's defense line is going to get Francois. Oh, they're going to get to him. Can he Fr- get flustered? So something I, I noticed at that Wake Forest game is they were saving Burns. It looked like for the Clemson game, they were only playing him on third downs, and he had a huge impact on third down. Keeping him, keeping him fresh. Yeah. So I don't know if they're going to like before he was playing ninety seven percent of the snaps. So do they keep doing that? Do they keep putting him on third down just to rush, or are they going to have him in the entire game like they were before? I say you got to have him in. I, gotta, I agree with you. you He's the best player in. on the field. It, I see you doing that against Wake Forest to kind of throw him off a little bit, get your other guys some playing time because Wake Forest really was very one-dimensional against you guys. They weren't they weren't doing anything special. They were running on the ball at the middle against a better D line. They were just getting blown up. Wake mm-hmm. Forest didn't do good at all on either side yeah. of the ball. I think Clemson is one of those teams, like, if, if FSU is not pumped up for this game and they're not ready to come out and smack them in the mouth. Oh, we'll get blown out by 70. <laughs> you know, I really want to believe that Florida State's going to compete and do well in this game and really give Clemson a, a good challenge. And I think to an extent they will. But Clemson is Clemson. And damn it, Trevor Lawrence, he's really getting – he's catching fire. He was slow. We were watching that game against Syracuse where he got hurt. Yeah. And he was slow in that game. Then he ends up getting knocked out. Clemson still won the game. And I think Trevor Lawrence has actually been a better player since that incident. So, and he had his best game of the season uh, last week. I like Clemson to win in this game. Uh, the spread is at 17. Yeah. I uh, I like him to cover. See, I, I like, do like Clemson to cover. I like FSU to cover just because I know we're going to play him tough. We always play Clemson tough. The, the only blowout that I remember in an FSU-Clemson game was the 13 season when Jameis was lighting everybody on fire. But 
I'll take us to cover, but Clemson to win. Bring it down. I can see a 31-21. I'm going to take Clemson to cover just because, to me, this is Clemson's biggest game for the rest of the season. Yeah. It's at a rival school. It was at the Bowden Bowl. It was, this has tradition and history. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they're pumped up for this game. I don't think they're going to overlook you guys. I don't think they're going to overlook FSU and say, we're looking at Louisville or Boston College or Duke or South Carolina. Because that's the rest of the schedule. I could say I'm not overlooking, but I could see him saying, too, that NC State was probably the toughest team on the rest of the schedule two okay, weeks ago. Weeks. They whoop them. They probably might have a lot of confidence. I'm thinking they're going to whoop us. We'll see. I'm taking them to cover. I think it's going to be a better game than people think it is. Just because it's FSU Clemson. Lee Corsa would say closer than the experts think. Yep. We, we cut our grass high for this game. <laughs> cut it real high. Or they just made it. Or they just got cut it high. real high. Cut, cut it, it. Cut it real high. Yep. All right. And now on to the SEC game of the week and the college game day game of the week. Hoop, hoop. Actually, I can't do that. I can't do that this week. No, you can't. No, don't. Oh, man. No, no, no. You can't. Cocktail, baby. We're getting drunk. Why can't they call it that? You can't drink at college football games anymore. I thought this was America. I thought it was America. America. I'm sorry. No, this this is America, goddammit. And we are going to have some fun. Uh, Florida is going to come out there motivated as hell. So is Georgia, though, because they just came off a loss to LSU. And it wasn't a pretty loss either. And they needed that bye week, and it came in a very timely manner. So going against Florida, they're going to be pissed off. They know that this is a big game, but Florida knows it's a big game too. Sadly, though, I think Georgia's going to win. But I'll be rooting. I'll be rooting so goddamn hard for me to be wrong. I want to be wrong so bad. Go Gators! All of that. But this is business. I want to be right, but I also want to lose. So go Gators! I hope I'm wrong. You're taking Georgia. I mean, I'm taking Georgia too. Well, I knew you were going to take Georgia. It's uh, minus six and a half. I just, I'm so curious though to find out what kind of kind of team Florida has because I haven't been a big LSU uh, believer, and then they go and beat Georgia. I watched them play Mississippi State again. I don't. Mississippi State either, but they beat them. They did. They took care of business. Um, so it's in Florida beats that LSU team. I just don't. I, I'm curious. This is going to be a big time. How, what does Dan Mullen have going here? And if he comes out and wins this game, I mean, you got to feel good if you're a Florida fan. I'm just like you. I'm very curious. Um, I'm looking at the numbers now, but. I don't care about numbers. <laughs> I'm, I'm following my heart. I think they got it in them. I think Dan Mullen is a great coach, and it just all depends on if they get if they get that run game stopped early. If Georgia comes in and establishes that run game like Kentucky did, it's going to be tough to beat gonna them. It's going to be a tough uphill battle for Florida. Mm-hmm. But Florida had uh, a couple deep key defensive guys out. They had David Reese out, and they had C.C. Jefferson out, and another defensive lineman out against that Kentucky team that made a big difference. And I think Florida's learned a lot throughout the season. That Vanderbilt game doesn't give you a lot of confidence in the team, but they did come back from 21-3. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's kind of like they fought back, and to me as a Gator fan, that's a 
well-fought victory. It's an SEC victory. You should be happy. It was a pretty good Vanderbilt team. Mm-hmm. You know, it, I think uh, – I don't think Georgia is as good as they were last year. I think Florida's better. The numbers are for sure in Georgia's favor. Um, besides on the defense, but on the defense they are about the same. About 10 yards difference on both sides. Well, my bad. Rush yards allowed, Georgia has allowed 136 yards, Florida's allowed 163. Both very low. Both very low. Um, we're watching this quarter. This is a funny-ass commercial. They both had these goofy smiles. Make West Virginia great again. It's like, take me home, <laughs> West Virginia. Anyway, um, yeah, no, this is whoever wins this game is going to the SEC championship, right? Uh, well, it also depends on Kentucky. Oh, true. Okay, Kentucky. Because Georgia also has Kentucky left in their schedule. It's going to be next if, week no, or the week the, after. The three-way tie. Uh, Florida beats Georgia. Uh, Georgia beats Kentucky. Kentucky beat. It, no, right now, yes. Kentucky's in the driver's seat. No, yes. Kentu- no. Kentucky's in the driver's seat because they beat Florida so far. If Florida beats if Georgia, Kentucky we beats need Georgia. Georgia. If Georgia beats Kentucky and we beat Georgia, we are in the SEC championship if we were to win out from there. Even if Kentucky beats Georgia, Kentucky has that loss. to, Or even if, if Georgia beats Kentucky, then it's done. Florida's in it if we beat Georgia because Kentucky has that loss to Texas A&M. They count West and East losses. No, I'm, but that, then everyone's a one-loss team, though. No, Kentucky would have two SEC losses. If they Texas lose? Texas A&M. Oh, and, oh, oh, okay. And whoever else. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right, you're right. So, if Florida wins this game, they pretty much control their own destiny to a certain point. And that Kentucky game, I believe, is at Georgia, or it might be at Kroger Field. Let me look. It's at Kentucky, and that's the very next week. So we're going to find out very quickly what Florida's future is looking like. Oh, yeah, that uh, SEC East picture is going to come into – Let's just say if Florida loses, I want you. Kentucky to beat the shit out of Georgia, <laughs> if that's possible. I'd like to see uh, Kentucky lose to Georgia if, if Florida wins. If, lo- if Florida wins. I'm talking about if Florida loses. If Florida loses cause... Oh, yeah, I'd like to see Georgia beat Kentucky. Oh, my Ooh. goodness, this kid is ridiculous. Oh, and he, he trips, trips over his own player. Touchdown. Seals. Three. Seals. That's uh, two touchdowns for Sills, yeah. Oh, my God, man. That's ridiculous. I'm going to take uh, West Virginia to cover. Y'all heard me say that at the beginning of the podcast, yeah, right? Yeah, we, we said they'd cover. Yeah, pretty sure. It's 20 nothing if you're 26 to nothing. 20, 26 to nothing, guys. <laughs> yeah, Baylor's choking on their own. Shout out right Carly, now. who's there in a yeah. box. <laughs> yeah, it looks like currently there's a three-way tie in the East, but they have Kentucky, Florida, Georgia. Because Kentucky beat Florida. Yeah, and then also next week we have Alabama LSU, which is going to be a very good match. You can watch this game on CBS, kick off at 2.30, 3.30 Eastern time. Good old Brad Nessler and Gary Danielson on the call. It's going to be a damn good game. Shout out to, you guys probably don't listen to him. I don't know if you do or not. Uh, uh, I think his name's Derek Waters. He does the Gator Breakdown podcast. Uh, oh, I do not. I don't listen to him, okay. no. He's, he's – uh, been doing really good coverage over the Gators. In general, he's from Jacksonville. Um, he's got a bunch of Georgia friends. His podcast uh, just just this week had Reese Davis on it hmm. and uh, an old Florida tight end, Ben Troop. Um, oh, yeah. He's going to be Troop. in Jacksonville. I think he's doing a great job covering recruiting in the whole, whole nine yards. I'm getting a lot of my news from him. And the reason why I'm bringing it up is because uh, he's been taking some Twitter fire from people in the media. Good. 
and the and the. Because you don't know why? Because fuck the Gators. No, that's it's why. not because that. It's <laughs> just because he's he's a part of a podcast and not a radio station. Radio you know? stations? No offense. Podcasts are better than radio stations. Podcasts. Well, yeah, because you can do whatever you want on a podcast. Radio has to be censored. But yeah. if I want to go, fuck censorship. <laughs> if I want to go to, like, if I want to go stand on a sideline and watch a football game, I more than likely can because I'm a part of an affiliated radio there station. Go. There you go. You're so that's your shout out, is that guy? That's my shout out. Shout out us. Shout out, shout out, out us. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're about to watch some NFL football. So we're about to watch the mess out of some football guys. Have fun. Enjoyed it. Take me home. Country roads. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Are you going to do it? Oh. Yeah. Get around her. Get around her.